you're listening to an electrical industries charity podcast. Before we get started, it's important to let you know that we're going to be talking about complex issues which may be triggering, so we hope that you only listen if you feel that you're in the right headspace to do so. Please check the show notes for a more detailed description of this episode's content. These stories and this podcast are unique and personal to the people we're speaking with, and the views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily represent those of the Electrical Industries Charity. So let's jump in. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Grace. I'm one of the welfare officers at the Electrical Industries Charity and I'm joined today by Simon Docker. Simon works with a full range of conditions within the mental health spectrum, including OCD, autism, ADHD, anxiety, depression, panic disorders and many other conditions that you may or may not have heard of. Thank you for joining me today, Simon, on our eighth podcast to explore autism with us for Autism Awareness Month this April. So to jump straight in, Simon, what is autism? Yeah, thanks for having me, um, Grace. Uh, autism is a um, you know it's a condition that affects uh, the brain, how the brain processes information uh, along with uh, emotions. Um, there's no known cause for autism. It's suggested that it's a combination of things that that genetic, environmental factors, neurological factors play a uh, part in it. Um, some people with autism have less neurons in their brain, which affects the way that, that they process information. Uh, and also research has shown that one in 100 people uh, can have this condition. Um, it's affected uh, the way that a person relates to others, uh, how an autistic person would see the world through their eyes. Um, they also have difficulty communicating uh, interacting with with other people as well, but it also depends on it also depends on where they are on the spectrum. So you've got one end of the spectrum where you have a person that's high functioning autistic, and then the other side of the spectrum is that you have someone that can be nonverbal and very dependent and su- want support from other people. So. <laughs> There is a, a lot to know about uh, autistic people and there's lots of different things going on for that person. Yeah, wow. Thanks, Simon. That was a, a very um, clear explanation as, as to what it was. You're and, welcome. you know, what what sort of traits might one have if they do have a diagnosis of autism? Is there anything that perhaps we can look out for, so to speak, yeah, de- to become yeah, more definitely. aware? Yeah, definitely. Um, the traits, is, uh, again, it... it it's not it's not black and white it's not one one size fits all um because autism can affect people in different ways how how they cope with daily life um it can be very challenging some of some of the traits um for example could be high high tense emotions heightened anxiety um depression um what, which then needs uh, that autistic person to be on um, some medication. Uh, but they also have difficulty understanding emotions and controlling their own emotions as well. Um, they, may, they may come across as insens- insensitive and they also find it hard to uh, build friendships, relationships. Um, but also an autistic person as well very, is very, very hypersensitive. They can be hypersensitive to light, sound, touch, a ticking clock, Grace, even down even down to a, a, a clock ticking. 
Um, that's how sensitive they are. Uh, sensitive to smells, such as bananas, fish, uh, even even their clothes, the textures of of touch as well. It, even that can create anxiety. Um, and an autistic person as well is that they're being a room and they'll be scanning that room, constantly scanning the room, very hypersensitive of their surroundings. Rather than, get, rather than them getting involved in the social situation, they'll be in, in their own mind, scanning that room. It can lead into isolation as well, become too much, too much information to absorb for them. And this could lead into what we call a meltdown. And some, some people find it difficult to, to understand what a meltdown would feel like. And a meltdown could be created from maybe even even just like a the clocks changing because they won't be able to understand or process it in time. And that could create, you know, that, that clock changing just can create anxiety for them. Noise around them can create a meltdown for them because they're unable to process what's going on around them. Um, another uh, trait would be difficulty in reading verbal and non-verbal verbal communications. Uh, body language is, an is another one as well. And after talking to my clients as well is that they find it hard to take uh, understand a joke, sarcasm. So where we would most probably take it and understand it and don't take it personally, someone with, with autistic traits will take that joke personally and wouldn't understand what sarcasm is. Um, and this then can trigger off feelings of feeling of loneliness, isolation, and embarrassment because they might feel that that person's laughing at them. And that's something that maybe we need to uh, take into consideration as well. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example, Grace, of an autistic person. Uh, she's a female. And her brain wants structure and routine. Her daily, her daily life is that she wants structure and routine. So I'll give you an example when she goes shopping. She would use her car to go shopping. She used the same route every every time that she goes shopping. So she knows she knows the route very well, like the back of her hand. And she's in control of the route because she knows the route. She's in control of how she's feeling because, you know, she knows, she gets used to the route. And this has been going on for some time. <clears throat> but all of a sudden, say for instance the council comes out and put roadworks in place. And then the route's diverted and the route's changed. She can't process in time to, over, to uh, how to overcome the diversion fast enough. So she haven't planned. She haven't planned for the diversion. So because of that roadworks is just put in place, her world has fallen apart. This is when she feels out of control, unsafe, even to the point where she's having a meltdown in the car. And this creates her to have anxiety, maybe panic attacks uh, there and then. But it doesn't stop there, Grace. It doesn't stop there because the next time that she takes that route, she's then anxious about, is there going to be another diversion? So that's a little bit, a little bit of example of an autistic female in her world.
thank you, Simon. That's really insightful and definitely gives us, um, you know, this feel of, of what can be evoked by perhaps something that someone without autism probably wouldn't bat an eyelid towards, um, but actually has, has a huge impact there. And I think that leads us nicely into sort of my next area of discussion. So being inclusive within the workplace, within the school environment, you know, even within our own societies, can, can you make any sort of suggestions as to how we can be more inclusive, how we can be more aware? Yeah, there is, uh, th- there is positives. And, uh, you know, this could be in the workplace as well. Um, those people that are autistic, that, that does work, you know, they have a high, high standard of uh, work. They're very reliable, very reliable, such as turning up and turning up for work. Uh, and also, the, if, they, if they say they're going to do it, they will do it. You know, you can rely on that person and they will not want to mess up. And regards to attendance, they would, they would want to attend work and they would want to keep their routine. Regards to the workplace as well is an autistic person will need clear, clear directions, uh, concise, clear directions. Try not to change anything at the last minute for them because any sort of change will overload or create anxiety for them. Um, Allow them to have time to process things. Um, Maybe create areas where it's quieter because of due to the noise. Um, What I I do for my clients as well is that uh, they can can wear earplugs, okay, when, when, when it's quite noisy to reduce to reduce the noise um, regards to work as well specific break times as well like when they should go to break when they come back when they come out of break maybe be be aware of any change maybe shut in windows or doors to to reduce the noise maybe prepare a per, an autistic person for any noise as such as as i said is that uh, wear earplugs maybe that might help um, and red and regular catch-ups as well in the workplace just to just to just to see where that person is uh, and if, if there's anything else that the, that you can do to help yeah brilliant some fantastic uh, recommendations there definitely and perhaps we could also touch on how we might be able to support maybe a family member that has a child with an autistic diagnosis asd diagnosis is there anything that we can do whilst we're in the workplace in our environment that might just offer them a bit of support too i know it can be quite challenging yeah definitely um my a my experience uh, working with autistic people and especially parents, etc., is keep routine, keep structure, try to plan, uh, keep things clear. Um, and this is where, where children's found that helpful as well. And, and earplugs to reduce the noise, as I know, keep on with the earplugs, but it does create them to have high levels of anxiety. Going When you go shopping as well, you know, you could pay with the exact money or by card to avoid you being in the shop that, that, that much longer. Making lists can does help as well. And sticking to the list. Also, autistic people are sensitive to bright lights. So it could be a good thing to have uh, your eyes tested and maybe dark glasses. 
but it is important to keep that structure. Routine is very important, especially when you travel. Maybe, <clears throat> and breakfast as well. Maybe have the same thing for breakfast. It could be even down to that. Yeah, fantastic. And I think they are definitely transferable into the workplace there as well. Keeping things clear, keeping things concise, ensuring that there's a plan, a structure that can be followed. It sounds as though there's some really fantastic recommendations there. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, just uh, just to finish off is um, how you can help other people is to signpost them to some sort of therapy. Um <laughs> I encourage people to share, talk about it, um, educate, educate yourselves about autism, look for support groups in your area, and there's um, a very good website that I I signpost my clients to, and uh, that's www.autisticsociety.org, where you'll be able to find lots of lots of information and support within your area. Fantastic. Thanks, Simon. And I suppose just finishing here on the theme of Autism Awareness Month, you know, we're all in the spirit this April. What can we do to actively spread awareness? I know you've briefly touched on it there, but just sort of reinforcing that, drive that home. Be open, talk about it. Don't feel any embarrassment. Talk about it because there's a lot more other people out there that does feel the same. Thanks, Simon. Yes, it's definitely something that we're trying to push here at the EIC and within our industry. Um, We're definitely seeing that people are a lot more willing to speak about it now, which is fantastic. It's it's definitely what we're hoping to achieve, um, really to open this conversation and to make people aware, you know, perhaps people that weren't aware in the first place as well, um, just to really provide that education there, spread the understanding and just ensuring that we're very much open, non-judgmental and accepting of these traits that perhaps we need to adapt to in everyday life as well as in the workplace and within environments. Well, thank you so much for participating in today's podcast. I'm incredibly grateful to have you here. You are a ball of knowledge and very much uh, for myself a a crutch to lean on at times, especially in moments of confusion and uncertainty. So huge thank you, Simon. You're welcome. And thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Anyone would like to reach out to Simon, um, I will be popping his details onto our podcast information. You're more than welcome to reach out to him. It's Simon Docker of SMD Counselling and Psychotherapy. If you've been infected by anything discussed in today's session and would like some support, um, provided that you are part of the electrical or energy sector, please get in contact with us via our confidential helpline on 0800 652 618 or have a look at our website at www.electricalcharity.org thank you so much for listening go and spread the word about autism let's become aware all together thank you so much if you or somebody else working in the electrical or energy industries is in need of support or you wish to donate to the electrical industries charity please get in touch via email at support at electricalcharity.org or you can call us on 0800 652 1618.